It's the season Canadians wait for and suffer for all year long. But does that mean the death of live comedy? Summer is coming. I'm Dean Young, and we're about to go Inside the Joke. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're tuning in to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We're kicking off summer in the studio tonight. doesn't feel like it out there, but it's coming. Summer is coming. Uh, we have some returning friends of the show in studio with us. Keith, pa- Keith Pedro is back. What I up? Can't talk what today. up? Yeah, you can talk. You're on the radio. Uh, we have Peter Anthony, who's just here every couple of weeks. Hey, I think you're yeah. going to get sued by HBO for using that. Right? <laughs> yeah, right? They need the money now. It wasn't such a hot reception. Uh, another returning friend of the show, Marcel St. Pierre, joins us in studio hey, this week. Hey, everybody. Welcome. we got a full panel. Uh, and of course, Marcel, you have a new album that's coming out that we're going to queue up a little bit later yeah, on for yeah, us here. Yeah, it drops this weekend, so please. Get drops it. it drops that's it what drops. they say that's uh, who a says cool it? Way. the kids the kids oh you're, really? yeah. <laughs> it drops <laughs> when it drops it's gonna be amazing yeah, <laughs> yeah. well amazing. ask Keith Pedro because I think we could all he's probably like the coolest one absolutely in here, looking around the studio yeah. you know? clearly no. it What's, drops uh, it drops it drops well you used to be able to physically drop a cassette or an yeah. album or yeah. a right? CD now nothing exists it's, nothing you it's can't digital. drop it digital yeah well there's less of a carbon footprint that way you know it's true you used to go do your do your time on stage, and then you'd have the little booth afterwards. Here's my new album. You know they're still doing yeah. that over at Club Fifty Four in Burlington, but other than that, it's, uh, <laughs> it's eight tracks out there. It's a lost art. Yeah, wow. get your eight track and a free pack of darts with it out there. At Club <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't listen. It's fine. We're. T- I want to get into today because it is we're we're kind of getting into the start of summer. It's festival season for a lot of comics. It's road gig season. Because I kind of have to, and I want to get into that a little bit with you guys. Do you think like a lot of the indie shows here in Toronto and cities like Toronto kind of die down in the summer, which makes sense because you know people are waiting for this all year long. Now they just want to go outside and be on the patio and get drunk in the great outdoors. So people don't. It's hard to like wrangle people into you know dimly lit basements to watch stand up for an hour and a half. A lot of comics have to get out, hit the road. A lot of people get out to the festivals. For you guys, what does it mean? Is it kind of like a forced break, or do you have to kind of like work extra hard to find that work out there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I you know what I I don't know I don't it it gets dead because like if you do clubs, <clears throat> yeah. you know they 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 get rid of a show a night. So um, I produce a bunch of shows too. So it, I th- I feel like it's just pr- production time. You know what I mean? Because so, like, I, I got, do your I own got things. like, yeah, because uh, there's a Yuck Yucks uh, on Vaughn, and I'll be doing a show there on a Friday, August 2nd, right? Yeah. Because they don't have a show there on Friday. But then I did it last year and we sold it out. So just more opportunities if you're a producer, right? So it depends how you look at it, you know? Yeah, in the you, winter. You got to be a hustler, right? So you yeah. just, it's just, now you do patio shows, rooftop. We have a, a rooftop cannabis show that I'm working on. So, like, you know, that's something to come up to, like a, Right, so just do do different stuff. Yeah, you almost have to use it to your advantage, I guess. Like in the yeah. winter, it's all about just keeping that gig sheet filled, hitting the road, hitting the clubs, yeah. and then in the summer, it's like you do the projects that you want to do that you kind of exactly. On all yeah, year. yeah. I feel like it's uh, me time a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I mentioned before the show I want to take some extended time off from stand up, but uh, in the summertime, generally I do that anyway. But this time, I just want to take like a, a legitimate three to four month. Just hiatus. Live life. 
and live and i think that a lot of the stuff i've been talking about recently i'm i'm kind of done with and like we said uh maybe go out, live a little yeah get some new experiences find some new things to talk about and then uh then hit the stage again in the fall but you know generally i i mean performing in the summer yeah it, it's it's definitely uh, more challenging and there's less people wanting to come into basements so, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean it's a hard it's a tougher sell but you know, and Keith's right. Keith's right. If you, if you hustle, people still will come out and support stuff. I mean, the biggest comedy festival in the sum, in the world happens in the summertime. That's right. Yeah. So, so I mean, people will come out if if it's the right thing and it's the right event and it's produced well. So, yeah. it's a good time to just find rediscover Peter Anthony again. Whoever he is, <laughs> let's ho- hopefully I run into him at some point. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think the nice thing about you, Peter, like you know, yeah, you were saying you kind of you have to sort of refill the that gas tank a bit and just get some life experience and then you come back in the fall and it's like okay i have some new stuff to talk about with you it's great because you like you can't go anywhere without getting yourself into some sort of like a larry david situation <laughs> that's true <laughs> you know? yeah but i find like a lot of that i've exhausted a lot of those experiences on stage yeah. like, i've talked about you know friends that bother me or relationships that have gone bust or whatever i've, I've sort of exhausted those experiences for at least how I feel about how much I want to talk to them about them on stage. Yeah. So I do need to sort of go out and quote unquote live a little more and find new things. Like like you, you often see comics who go away to other countries then they come back and they have a bit about that country or they yeah. have they have a they have a new 5 minutes about some a wedding they went to or an experience they had or a vacation. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm talking about. Yeah, they yeah. have some new life experience. And actually Marcel, I want to get into what summer means for the writer. Oh, the is it writer. writing time? Peak writing yeah. time. And of course, you've just finished putting together this whole album that's finally coming out this week. Uh, we're going to get into more of summertime in Canadian comedy right here on Inside Jokes. We'll be right back with more on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi, my name is Amanda Joy from Second Gen, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on 640. Oh, yeah. Summer's coming. Summer's coming. I can feel it, Canada. It's in the... Not yet. It's taking its time this year, but it's coming. We are in studio with three of the finest in the land. We're talking summertime and Canadian comedy. It could be your downfall. It could be quiet time. It could be private time. Or you can use it to just get out there and hustle and grind. Make your own moves. Like Keith Pedro is back in studio. He was telling us before the break, you get out there, you produce your own independent stuff, right? Do it. You have to. Just do yeah, it. Yeah, you got to. Is it because is it just stuff like? Do you have some ideas of like? Okay, here's some stuff I want to play around with in the summer. Some formats I might not get to do. Some venues I might not get to do the rest of the time. And also, you have that open space because I mean, people aren't beating down your door as much. Well, with- I feel like in the winter, like before the summer, you're just developing all this fan base. Yeah, and then yeah. it's like, okay, now what? Let's make money off them, promote a show. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, I mean? like, what, what do you got? I, I spent this whole eight months like gaining gaining all these followers and. All this stuff and telling, you know, <laughs> you yeah, know, giving people like something to promote that's not mine. Now that's here's mine. And maybe do some stuff that you know you wouldn't be able to get to do through the clubs normally or exactly. the venues you're doing, right? Just play around with. And you get like these weird formats and these weird venues pop up in the summer too in comedy. That's like, do you want to do, go do? headline and do 45 minutes while you're standing on a canoe in the middle of the yeah sure sure it's fine yeah there's one there's one out west i forget who produced it i think daryl max involved but it's there in there it's a campsite yeah so you camp and then there's a comedy show around a campfire i love that so people are toasting marshmallows (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, that's supposed to be ghost stories, not stand up. <laughs> What's going on here? It's funny, though, because it's almost like this weird double edged sword. Because, you know, in the wintertime, you're doing clubs and stuff, and it's packed audiences. People are going out to watch this stuff on purpose, but they're also like, you can't play around as much in a way. You know what I mean? Because you have like a full club audience. You're going there to headline. It's like, okay, go give your A material, do your time, leave. That's it. But it's almost like because everyone's just in a better spirit in the summer, you know? So they'll like watch some weirder stuff and they'll let you sort of play around and they'll go to like stranger venues and watch these sort of weird one-offs because everybody's just like out celebrating and drinking and partying and having a good time anyways. Yeah. For well, you, Marcel, like we're talking about this album that you're that you're releasing. Yeah. Obviously a ton of writing goes into what you do. For Is, is summer sort of like a time where you can step back a bit and actually just sit down and write some new material? That's always the idea, but I find that, yeah, like writing is happening all the time. Whenever you have an idea, you're starting to jot it down or, you know, uh, um, you keep producing stuff, though. That's the that's the thing. Like Keith says, like you, you're still building a fan base. I find summer is always the time I always tell myself to maybe don't worry so much about how many people are in the house, but still do a good show. That's when you yeah. prove your mettle. It's like if you can... It's easy to perform for, you know, 60 people, but when 12 or 16 show up, you know, and when you're having a chat with the troupe going, are we doing this tonight? Like, yeah. If the audience can take us, we have to do the show. <laughs> so as long as there's more than one person, more than the amount of performers, you still do it. But I think it's, it, <laughs> it's, it's a good rule of thumb. Yeah. I mean, if you can get laughs from that small house, I think it's just, yeah, it's kind of like hitting the gym. Playing to a smaller audience, I think, is... Uh, not as much fun, but it makes you a better performer. There's a fine line, though, I find, between a small audience and a show that shouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like, if there's, it's almost like if there's 15, it's like, yeah, we can probably do a show, but if yeah. there's 12, it's like, Ugh, like they probably don't want to be here either. So yeah. you have to figure that out. In, in just two tables. In improv yeah, that's bad. That's in improv bad. and sketch, we always just say, are we, we're going to cut the intermission, right? Because <laughs> we're sure. going to lose them at intermission. They're not coming back from beer unless yeah. we're kicking it, yeah. And it's almost the saddest thing ever, too. It's so uncomfortable when you do have, like, for whatever reason, let's say you're in a room that fits 75 people, but 12 people showed up, yeah. and then you sort of think about it for a while and deliberate on it, and then you have to come out and make that call and be like, sorry, 12 people who chose to be here, but there's not enough of you. Yeah, but yeah. we all have but, to leave now. But it is an energy thing, right? Because when you go into a packed club, you can feel the, the energy before you even see the crowd. It's just this weird feeling of, people together yeah. that exists so when there's it's sparse there's no one there that energy doesn't exist the energy's bad and yeah. no one wants to yeah. perform in in a bad energy bubble yeah right it's embarrassing it's like walking in someone's house right after their parents were arguing you ever do that oh, yeah shit, <laughs> yeah what, what? Yeah. I, i'll be out the back guys I'll, I'll have a smoke in the patio yeah you could just <laughs> you know? feel it you in just the air feel it. but I, i'm the worst i will miss time or misfeel the energy. Yeah, I will go right in. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> you try to, you, but you, when yeah. I, like when Keith gets on stage, I, you you create your own energy because you're like, ah, ew, let's go, yeah. come on. Yeah, We're, you know, which is which is definitely a tool you can use. Because uh, I don't like in I don't a situation like, yeah, like that. I don't like getting sucked in. I, I, and you know what? I always I I hate showing up like so early. And to the, and watching the room develop, like, yeah. like why would you do that? I just want to like show up right before I have to go on. It's always yeah, the yeah. most, yeah. and especially, I mean, you know, you were talking earlier about producing your own stuff that you want to do in the summertime. Like, 
that never gets comfortable. That like that hour before the show where yeah. you're waiting for those seats to fill up and you're just oh, yeah. keeping all the comics occupied and you're just okay. Where is everybody? Where is everybody? Like that never gets easy to deal with. Oh hell no! That's like the biggest stress in comedy, especially you know? if there's no green room where you can actually be away yeah. from it. If you're yeah. actually standing where anybody can come up to you and someone yeah. always does and just talks to you at the wrong time. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, I I love you. You're awesome. I wish you were not talking to me right now. Yeah. I need this two minutes. <laughs> not there. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, you're just stress alone. and anxiety. That's yeah. it. And it's just, you're calm and placid. You look like someone wants to walk up to you. At least I seem to. Anyway, I can never, I, I hate no green rooms, and it's primarily where I tend to do all yeah. my work. It's like, you come up yeah. and talk to me after the show when I'm having a drink at the bar. That's fine. And you yeah. can tell me about how your one friend is the funniest guy you know at kitchen parties, and they should do this, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or or ask if you know Russell Peters. Those are the two things after every show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to yeah. come back with more Summertime in Canadian Comedy right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Hello. Yeah. This is Black Zeus, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Oh, yeah. Rise to the sun. It's summertime, baby. Well, kind of. It's coming. We know it's it's here somewhere. We're trying to find it this year. Was that Peebo Bryson? (laughs) Alabama Shakes. (laughs) Oh, we're... We're in studio with Keith, Pedro, Peter, Anthony, and Marcel St. Pierre. We got the three Peters, I guess, kind of in a way. Pretty much in studio, right? Did you plan that? Yes and no. Okay, All right. <laughs> just sort of came together this week magically. Yes, we most definitely planned. It. There we go, yeah. Vince, my producer. We this <laughs> everything we do is on purpose and completely well researched and thought out every single week. Uh, but there's a t- sketch troupe called Three Peters. There you in go. Toronto, there is. is this yeah. it? Yeah. So we're it like the, might we're as the well al- alternative Three Peters. We were talking during the commercial break, actually, Alabama Shakes, of course, that we just played in off the top. How you thought <laughs> you thought Luther she, Vandross. Brittany, she was Luther Vandross? Yeah. Well, the the sound the, the, the sound the vocal is uh, is deep and deep. I, I, I soulful is the is the word soulful. For. There we Very go. Soulful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very worldly. She was like 21 years old when Very they did experienced that. voice. It sounds yeah. like she's been through some things. Maybe, know, maybe she has, things. like a More past life. Yeah. yeah, like a past life. I yeah. felt like that's like that song you played is like a theme music for like putting coconut oil on your body. It's just so yeah. smooth. <laughs> yeah, just wake up to that song. It br- while it, you moisturize your skin. That voice just does exude life experience for sure. You're right. Because I'm like I couldn't sing like that. Because what's I don't know what what's happened to me in life. It's like I le- left another vape in the back of an Uber. That's about <laughs> it. You know. I feel like she has depends coming through her pores. Yeah. yeah. How, how much, I mean, I should, How much but... do you regret leaving that vape there? I mean, I mean you know, if you can't connect with your regret. You're not going <laughs> to sing the blues. If you can't tap into that, that's but where you could good just, art comes you from. You could just contact the Uber driver. Because mm-hmm. you've got his contact information yeah. in the app there, and he'll bring it back to you. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Is that's a good not guy. really a song, though. I guess. No, that's, that's not, not a, song. a song. That's not even stand-up material. <laughs> you know what? This is off topic, but I feel like many things are going to be this week. You know what Luther Vandross song always made me <laughs> uncomfortable? A Whole New World? Mm-hmm. Or no. that's Peebo Bryson? <laughs> that's Peebo, yeah. <laughs> Dance with my father again. Have you ever... <laughs> that, yeah. Like it's supposed well, to be. Well, I don't want to see that video. Is there sincere... coconut oil involved in that one? Well, I, I sure hope not. Now. But it's like about how, like, it's a sad. So he's like, my dad passed away, but, yeah. but the whole song is how he wishes he could dance with mm-hmm. his father again. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe that's a Vandross family thing. Like I've never shared a dance with my dad. Not no. that there's anything wrong with that. 
There's another. Well, Luther Vandross was a big dude. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure playing catch was out of the question with his dad. So they had to slow dance. So they slow dance. Slow dance. Yeah. There's I another mean, song be. called uh, "In the Living Years." Yeah. About a oh, dad that Mike passed away. Mike and the mechanics. Mike and the mechanics. Yeah. My goodness gracious! Don't listen to that while you're alone. Oh yeah. Is that a, <laughs> oh my god. Heavy hitter. Oh that one? lord. It hurts. Just, Oh, my heartstrings are ripped right through your chest. Even if you have a great relationship with your dad, you yeah. just suddenly are like, I failed. I have failed so horribly. Need to call him now. Yeah, yeah. but I've, n- yeah. I've never... You start thinking about your parents' death and then how oh, inevitable boy. it is and yeah. how you're going to have to deal with that at some point. And it's just future pain that you don't want to have to partake in. But, and like you, you feel it in the yeah. present moment. We always eventually go to a dark place when you're on the show, Peter. And there, there Sorry. it is. <laughs> Third there segment in, sure there enough. Chuck on some people, Bryce, and let's <laughs> light this is. place up. In the Unless end. you die first, though, Pete. Let's be honest. I mean, you it could be dead. Oh, yeah, you that's right. Dead, you could yeah. die first. Thanks, you know Keith. I, mean? I forgot about that. That's a, that's a possibility. That's a possibility. It could have been worse. Even like, when we're doing well in comedy, we always secretly just want to be dying. <laughs> yeah. Uh. It's always looming around the corner. It could be. I mean, Marvin Gaye's dad shot him. So, I mean. Right. 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 What's what you know? You could dance with your dad, or he could cap you one. I don't know. Wow. Why, why did he shoot him? <laughs> I, I don't know. No, he would. I don't dance think he with knew. Him. You know. Yeah, he, he wouldn't dance. He wouldn't dance. Or he probably was a very. Bad I, dancer. I'm sure even Marvin Gaye didn't know what's yeah. going on when that happened. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hello. Nice. Too soon. No, I don't know. He's here all week, folks. This <laughs> <laughs> is just picture his brother just immediately mowing the lawn, doing a bunch of chores. I got this, no problem. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Does his dad's lawn? Those <laughs> grades just good, went right through the roof after that. <laughs> yeah, I'll be yeah. good. I'll be good. You know what happens. I want to talk about. We're getting into some of the weirder shows that spring up in the summertime, and you get some bizarre venues and invites to go do stuff that you might not say yes to during busy season but like <laughs> what are some of the more out there what are some of the more absurd even awkward places that you guys have found yourself performing before just something you completely thought how is this even happening right now sometimes they're fun though sometimes they're um, kind i of feel good. like shout out to my man dan galia he does all these weird shows in the summer but yeah they're all dope he, we did the garage show that he does in the back of someone's backyard in their garage that's a great oh yeah show. yeah yeah. I, yeah that show was was tight and and it's so small i feel i felt tall you know what i mean like i really felt tall on that stage like i was Banging the roof, like physically tall. Yeah, like not just tall. like emotionally tall. Physically, emotionally, I'm always emotionally tall. Yeah, that's a fair <laughs> Emo- enough. I, I, I'm like a, you know, I don't even know. Yeah, there was one show. Maybe this was one of Dan's <laughs> actually. AM radio. <laughs> I feel like this might have been you one. Can't, of... You don't have to describe being emotionally tall. I think you went to a very emotionally tall place. <laughs> yeah, I went. Right I went dark. <laughs> you don't have just to by doing it. Dark. Just be it. Man, there was one. This one might have been one of Dan. Galea's actually too, where you're standing on a dock and you're doing stand yeah. to all these yeah, people who his. pull up in boats, yeah. right? And I they're think, just floating I think I there. I that show too. Oh yeah. my mm-hmm. lord, that sounds awful. There's a lot of nudity ones. Like there's you get out naked to the, news. That yeah, like um, well, that could be great or awful. The nudist resorts. They get stand-ups to go and do material, and you're naked too because you have to just fit in with the vibe of what's Adrian going Fish on. Adrian Fish did that. Yeah, she told me about so it. Do you think when they get nervous, the comics they just picture the audience? Like clothed, clothed. yeah, clothed. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I'm really nervous. Oh, that person's got a blouse. That's a basketball jersey. That's an H and M shirt. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm calm now. I feel like most comics have seen worse than that and done worse than that. So they're just like, this is fine too. This is easy. I don't care. Yeah, I don't get nudist though because we were we were made to be covered, it, like animals, <laughs> like dogs and Why stuff. Why weren't have we fur. made covered though? Well, because we're 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 made to wear clothes. We weren't, we, weren't, we weren't built to be walking around naked. We didn't evolve that way. 
What about we, Adam and Eve? The friggin' like Homo erectus was wearing capes and shit. Like, <laughs> like it's, not just everyone he was or stylish. stuff. Sorry, but I mean like Homo habilis had a had a uh, covered with leaves and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they figured so we it evolved out to to wear clothing. We're not on. supposed to be walking around with their junk hanging out. Yeah. Well, it's you insane. know what? I do agree with. Yeah, because physically, like we can get injured. We can get injured. Yeah, exactly. You know? There's sticks, whatever. You know, that's as good a point as any to go to a commercial break on. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> We'll come back with more of this panel on Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is Kay Trevor Wilson, and you're listening to Inside Jokes 640. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Of course, brought to you by our very good friends at Hakeem Optical. If you're listening right now and you didn't know this, your eyes can have it all with Hakeem Optical. That's the answer right there. If you're sitting at home right now listening to Inside Jokes on this Sunday night thinking, ah, oh, gee, you know, I really wish my eyes could have it all. Like, what's all? But how? Like, you know? what's all? Like, what if what's... I wanted, like, lasers out of my eyes? Yeah. I went to Chemoptical. I'm you like, know? Oh, I'm be Cyclops. I'm X-Men. Can, can you make that happen? I feel like if there's anybody... <laughs> <laughs> that could pull that off. It is the fine folks at Hakeem Optical. What if it's I want a pair of glasses that can help me see inside someone's soul? To see how <laughs> see how emotionally tall they are. I want to see yeah, I want to see their emotional height. Well, okay, let's yeah. hear what Peter Anthony says about this because before the break he was telling us how human beings <laughs> were meant to wear clothes. That's just science and nature. First thing, first thing I want to get out of the way is if anyone's wondering at home what that song was that brought us back, (laughs) it was called Rattlesnake. Yes, yeah. Look it up, uh, (laughs) Rattlesnake by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Yeah, Uh, it's just a good, fun, solid ten minutes of what the song was called too. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, this has to be called, and that goes on for a really long time. (laughs) Yeah, like a really long time. Not the greatest lyricist in the world. Yeah, well, you know, they kind of went the Rihanna method of just like. What? Why do you need more than two words in your song? I don't think I so. I wonder how they write Sometimes that. she doesn't even use words. Is oh, Rattlesnake yeah. hyphenated? I wonder what the first of... draft of that was. Yeah, what it was the first yeah. draft. How do you book studio time for that? <laughs> yeah. Like, do you book studio time for At that? At first it was Cobra, but it just didn't have that yeah. same... Yeah. Cobra, it didn't fit the timing? No, yeah. damn it! Co- Cobra, yeah. Cobra Rake. Boa Constrictor? Yeah. No, Cobra I Rake. Constrictor. I love that this is going to be about a snake, but I really think we need to spend <laughs> a bit more time deciding what type of snake. Yeah. Gardener Snake wasn't Gardner you know, Snake, that's good. We're right? almost there, boys, but we're not quite there yet, you know? How yeah. many takes they went through on that? <laughs> boa and, but constrictor didn't fit phonetically. Like boa, can, it, 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 too many syllables. Boa, boa snake, that's just dumb. Boa, boa snake is dumb. Boa, yeah. Yeah. But you don't need much to just make a good, fun summertime jam. You that's know? true. Look yeah. at work by Rihanna. After a while, it's just her going la 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 la. la, la you know. There was a conspiracy about that song. Do you, uh, you know okay. the conspiracy theory? That, I don't, but I want to hear it. That there was all these songs coming out, and this one was Rihanna's work was highlighted with this. That would convince people that have to sit at their desks all day that are listening to popular radio yeah. to continue to work, 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 work. So there's all these subliminal messages oh. in the songs that are being played throughout offices. Interesting fact. That convince that, huh. people to keep their butts in their chairs and keep the economy That going. song was actually written by Canadian. Yeah. Uh, Party Next Door. And OVO artist. They shot the video here at uh, the, Re- the Real Jerk here in Toronto. That's Famous right. Jamaican spot. There you mm. go. A little Toronto inside facts. Great for you, oxtail listeners. gravy at the Real Jerk. Yeah. Shout out to the Real Jerk. There we go. That's next week's yeah. new sponsor. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? 
You can just pay us in oxtails. We don't care. It's Canadian radio. We real don't jerk could be lyrics to that song. Real jerk. jerk. Yeah. Real yeah. jerk. For their, for their ads. Yeah. Oxtail. I feel like we accidentally just made a bonus track for Marcel's album just now. Well, there it is. That's how easy it can happen. There's comedy everywhere if you know where to pick it. That's right. Yeah. We were talking before about, yeah, these strange shows that pop up in the summertime in these weird formats that you kind of go, yeah, okay, why not? I'll try that. There's not yeah. a lot happening right now. Would you guys do, going around the panel, would you guys do one of the nudist resort shows? No. No? Oh. That was a quick, very not, not resounding. Now. No, Absolutely not, not. No now. It's not a box I want to check either. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. not like I got to do that before my career's over. <laughs> no. No, cancel. I, call your agent. This not is interested. It. I kind of did that now. once at, uh, I went to Burning Man a bunch of times. And, okay. And I did one, you're supposed to give a gift to the community, right? And I was like, my gift is going to be a, a comedy show. So I did some comedy and they weren't yeah. into it. <laughs> and most of them were naked. Yeah. Here's my gift. I thought you were going to say your gift was you just strip naked. Uh, <laughs> Here you go. Here's yeah, my here's gift. gift. Everybody was gifting left and right. Then. Yeah. yeah. Burning Man might be the only place where you wouldn't get arrested for that. No. Nope. Quite yeah. frankly. I don't mm. know. I feel like the song Rattlesnake has probably been spun a time or two at Burning Man <laughs> over the years, I would imagine. I would imagine. Seems to fit the vibe for sure. Mm-hmm. Is there ever a place where you guys have performed in the summer where you thought, never want to go back there again? I think oh. for me, any anything anything out outdoors on a on a big stage that's meant for yeah. a band yeah it's just a no-no as well because yeah. that is a box that i've checked that is tough and it's not one i'd ever want to check again especially these weird like you'll get these summer festivals that happen and they're not geared towards that at all You're so in it'll be warehouse like warehouse screaming at yeah and it's like well seater yeah and it's like there's a bunch of food food trucks over here and over here there's kids doing arts and crafts and over here there's a folk singer we're, we were just going to get you to do some comedy at two in the afternoon on this pavilion Very hard. there's some five-year-olds in the audience but that's fine you know people mistaken uh, a comedian for a dj yeah yeah <laughs> uh, i think a dj should be up there playing music that's right because if Man, you're not into it screaming. they could be background you can't yeah. do that with stand yeah. you, you need a confined space yeah, that's it crowd work you gotta trap yeah. those laughs in that's that's important for stand up. The laughs true. have to bounce around. Unless they can't escape into the ether. Unless yeah. it's made for specifically that. Like Keith, you did that. You know those like four twenty shows at uh, Young Dundas Square. Yeah. You know, and you've got like a couple hundred people packed in there. Oh, those shows were a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> How did you find it? Because they're there for that. But then it's also you also have like a few hundred high people that they're not going to be all like paying attention to this the weed rooms in general are just it's it's <laughs> you know what i mean and now you got a bunch of stoners the thing was we did that show and it was like a six-hour comedy show it's like what oh did my you God. think these stoners wanted to do yeah like at least make it rain doritos like what are they doing <laughs> here man and like i was up late in the show i'm like these guys been standing here oh, i man. can't do jokes and the thing is it's so far all you hear is you can't even hear the laugh you just see shoulders shaking <laughs> they can't they think they're laughing really loud they yeah. just you know alright we're gonna come back with more summer disasters in Canadian comedy right here on Inside Jokes Global News Radio 640 Toronto hi this is Kay Trevor Robinson and you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto Oh, welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We're talking summertime. Summertime in stand-up, baby. It could be what you make it. Right, boys? That's what it is. That's right. We got a full panel tonight if you're just tuning in. What are you doing with your life, man? We're almost done the show. 
We've had Marcel St. Pierre in studio with us. Peter Anthony, who will not get naked on stage, just so you know. Ever. Not fully. Not fully. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. Not fully. And, of course, Keith Pedro back in studio with us. We're talking about the weird shows that happen in the summer and sort of these... Uh, not just opportunities for comics to sort of do new stuff and play around with stuff that you want to do, but also audiences can tap into some pretty strange things that don't happen the rest of the year. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so <laughs> Yeah. But we're also talking before the break about how some of this stuff, like, yeah, doing like these weird like community festivals and stuff that weren't really aren't built for stand-up to happen mm, at. It happens all the time, too, with corporate you know? shows, too. Like, the organizers, bless their hearts, want to hire you because yeah. they're fun people. But, like, 9.30 at a keynote address, I want you to do 20 minutes. Yeah. No one is going to laugh. No one wants to watch improv. No one wants to learn improv at 9.30 in the morning either. But, man, oh, man, we'll cash that check. That's <laughs> the thing, right? Because it's us. feast or famine. Like, do you, yeah. when you get to, and I know, Peter, like, you do a lot of corporates and stuff. Like, if you get these gigs and you see what the sheet is and you're like, I know that this is going to be pain, pure pain. Yeah, you realize. But the money's good. Yeah, you realize you're going to pick up a check. Yeah. Uh, and you just sort of put any sort of artistic integrity <laughs> <laughs> or, or personal happiness aside, and go do it. But I, do was you... gonna, I was going to bring up, though, the sorry to change the subject a little bit, but I find a lot of the great comedy festivals have these bad add-on outside gigs, too, that happen. I don't know why. Uh, they... like, yeah. like Halifax Comedy Festival had one where, you know the ferry that goes from Halifax to Dartmouth? Yeah, yeah. They had a show on top of that ferry one year. <laughs> and I know what? a couple of people that did it, and they said it was an absolute nightmare. Why? You know? Do you think it's just because they're like, okay, well, we have the whole city wrapped up in this thing. Yeah. I mean, Montreal, of course, is the biggest of the big, but do you think it's just sort of that they go, well, everything's already part of this festival. Why can't we just I, have a piece of that too while we're at I it? I think it makes good photos to share on social media. But yeah. yeah, like being the performer at the show, it can't be your shining moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's they're, they're absolute nightmares, those kind of gigs. And, and, yeah. and I mean, Montreal has the outside street festival too, so yeah. there's yeah. things happening along that street, which is maybe Maybe a little bit better because at least it's its own blocked off space. But if you're performing to someone that's just trying to go to Dartmouth to go to his job at Subway, yeah, <laughs> yeah, on the ferry, yeah, uh, he's you know he he wants to throw you into the into the harbor at is, that point. And is, it's a surprise like surprise comedy is never a good thing no. for people. Is no, it, is yeah. it where the organizers don't understand maybe that stand up doesn't fall into busking? Like, yeah, it's yeah, not, that's that's a good point. It's not busking. Ah, it's a variety act. You know, if it's not music, yeah. Do do I have bowling pins? No. I'm not a busker. Well, you know what I mean. That's well, my before next we're show. gonna get a we're gonna get a taste here in a minute of uh, Marcel St. Pierre's new upcoming album, Less Is More. But I do want to know when you when you get a gig like this, you get like a weird outdoor event, or you get a corporate that you know is just going to be like pulling teeth. How do you psych yourself up for that? Like, how do you? Because you have to go on stage yeah. and somehow flick that light switch on, right? You I have to otherwise because people. People could tell if you don't believe it. If you aren't selling it, oh, people know right away. It's the worst. I what I know what I do. I'm not even gonna lie. I actually you have to. The one thing I've, I I don't know if you guys do this, but we don't as a as comedian. I I feel like we don't enjoy the moment as much. Yeah. Right. And I, I'm trying to do that more. So what I do before these gigs that are just a paycheck, I scroll through my Facebook of other people's lives, not comedians, <laughs> other people's lives. And I'm like, you know what? Ah, I'm not struggling at IKEA on Sunday like this loser here. No, I, this is my job. I'm gonna. This is my job. My job. At is the end of the day, laugh. yeah. You gotta just realize that yo, this is actual job. Could yeah. I build on yeah. that too? And yeah. I think what you just said is not only good inf good uh, advice, but I think when you're actually doing the show, to be in the moment of the show, yeah, and just like do the material the justice that 
it deserves, yeah. then usually 99 times out of 100, you'll be fine. Like yeah. they might not laugh as much as a comedy club audience would or a perfect situation. Yeah. But but you'll be just fine. As long yeah. as you kind yeah. of And it's never as bad as you cooked it up in your mind <laughs> yeah. to be. I'll yeah. add to that too. The thing is, uh, you know, doing improv all the time too. Sometimes you are sort of performing for yourself or your scene partner, but invariably in those shows where you're like it was just crickets, nothing was happening, you're like, yeah, it is a check, but at the end of it someone comes up to you and goes, "You were so funny." Yeah. So mm -hmm. it is that thing of you did reach that one person that probably represents twenty or twenty five people there that were like, no, you were funny. I was just it's nine o'clock in the morning and I'm not happy. Yeah, and that's all <laughs> it takes to sort of turn it around. Yeah. Otherwise, you become too self aware. You're just like, yeah, uh, you're aware of your own suffering while you're while you're doing that. So Marcel, we have this yes. new album, Less Is More. Yeah, out on iTunes. You can get it. Just pre order it, and then June fourteenth, it'll be available everywhere to stream, download everything. All right, we're going to give people a little taste. So what is this track called? <laughs> this track is called, uh, um, what did I call it? Yeah. Snuggle. Yeah, it was a long weekend. Snuggle Bear, Bunny Dog Bear, Nugget Bunch, Traveling to Paris. Wow, how did you not yeah. remember that? All right. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get a little taste of Less is More here from Marcel St. Pierre. Coming to a theater near you, a man. Hello. His dog and their snuggly love adventures. Watch as they discover that love can be both Snuggle Puss Bunny Diddy Doggy Bunch and Bear Nugget Love Pussy Sweetheart Bear. On June 12th, Walt Flimsy Pictures presents Snuggle Bear Bunny Dog Bear Nugget Bunch Traveling to Paris with a Bear Nugget Bunch Loving Diddy Bear Bunch Bunch Kiblet. Tweedle Ribbon of Love Puppy Snuggle Prune Love. Starring Michael J. Fox. With original music by Jewel. Snuggle bear, bunny dog bear, nugget bunch. Snuggle bear, I love you. Bunny snuggle bear, nugget bunch. Coming soon to a theater near you. Diddle bunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd you get that guy's voice? Just a small taste of less and <laughs> more. We'll be right back with more inside jokes right here. Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi, this is Inside Jokes. I'm Jeremy Hotz. It's not my show, and it's on 640, which you know because you're listening. Now, back to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Oh, you are, of course, tuned in to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This has been our kickoff to summer. Here on 640 this week, we're talking summertime and Canadian comedy. You might think it's slow season, but there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. Of course, some of the biggest festivals in the world happen all summer long. We have some festivals here in Toronto kicking off. And there's a lot of independent shows that you can get out and see that don't happen the rest of the year. And of course, it's the time of year where comics spread out across the country, hit the road, do their own tours, pop up in small towns that they might not set foot in on purpose ever again. But we'll, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we, of course, have Keith Pedro in studio with what us. Up? Peter Anthony and Marcel St. Pierre. Uh, what's some? We have some new stuff coming up from all three of you guys this summer. Uh, of course, Marcel, we got a little taste before the break from your yep. new album, Less Is More. Uh, where where can people find this and download this again? They'll be able to find that uh, on the iTunes Store and everywhere else starting June fourteenth. Uh, you can also see uh, me with my troupe, The Coincidence Men, on June eighth. We do a monthly show um, at the Social Capital. You can just find us at Coincidence Men. Uh, 
and you can follow me at shortweird on all omni media everywhere beautiful oh. peter anthony what do we, we were talking earlier how you wanted to sort of you've been doing a lot of road work you've been out there gigging you just did the yucks club here in toronto you're taking some Peter time. Yeah, I think that I'm going to take a little bit of a hiatus. So as opposed to plugging my own stuff, yeah. could I just say that I've known both of these gentlemen for well <laughs> over a decade. Yeah, true. Uh, Marcel is one of the most creative writers I've ever known. I've worked with him in the TV TV business for a long time. He also has a couple of short story books out that are great. Yeah. Um, but this album, Grab It, for sure. You just, that little taste is how creative this guy is. It's pretty amazing. And Keith is an absolute killer. So next week Thanks, at Yuck Yucks, downtown Toronto, go see this man go to work for sure. Boom. Beautiful. And that's true. And, and Peter, it's a good, summertime's a good time for writing. I think Marcel's album yeah. for sure reflects this. It's just a good time to sort of step back, live life a little bit, and just come up with some new ideas and then just go grab people by the throats in the fall, you know? That's the idea, man. Right? That's so it. Keith, we have, of course, you're doing the downtown Yucks. Yeah, June 5th to the 9th, downtown Yuck Yucks. That's going to be nice. Uh, we got... My uh, Bear Jokes uh, Cannabis Friendly Show, <laughs> 420 Friendly Show, June 28th. Check out bearjokes.com. Uh, we do secret venues, so, you know, keep uh. it like stone cutters. How does that work? How do people... <laughs> like, if you ever go to like a rave back in the day, it's like that. Yeah. We just email people the, the venue. Nice. You know what I mean? It's hard to find places where we could smoke it, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we do it in people's lofts. Like. It's good, though. Like, it makes people feel like they're part of just an event. Yeah. This one-off yeah. thing. All right, there's a lot of great stuff coming from these guys this summer. And, of course, just get out there, listen to Canadian comedy, watch live stand-up comedy, and check out some of the festivals and some of the weird summer shows that are happening that uh, you don't get a taste of the rest of the year. And, of course, keep it tuned right here to Global News Radio 640 Toronto for the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Balata. Now for this week's comedy listings. Don't forget to check out comedybar.ca for upcoming shows. Check the schedule of shows there and hit up Crack Me Up Comedy Club, now open in Brampton, and of course the 420 Comedy Club at Greenleaf Vapor Lounge. Hi, this is Alicia Carusi, and you're listening to my aunt Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. This week featuring Marcel St-Pierre. Hi. You looking for a good beer at a good price? Well, buddy, you found the right place. Some other beer companies will sell you with promises of fresh spring water or using only the finest imported hops or great taste. Not Mike's beer. I brew it myself in the shed in my backyard using whatever's on sale at the wine and beer making supply place near my house. Mike's beer doesn't have the budget for expensive beer ads or clever marketing strategies. All we got is word of mouth. Just listen to some of my buddies who come over to drink for free. I was skeptical at first, what with the differently colored bottles topped off with other beer brand caps, but with one swig, I knew I had a winner in my hands. Well, once the feeling returned, that is. Hey, any beer that can make you forget your own name is a good beer in my books. If you're like me and want that express train to Hammerdville, Mike is for you. The minute you crack open a case, box, or whatever container I can fill with Mike's beer, you'll know you got a beer that's a little different in your hands. From the label that I do myself in the old bubble jet to the first mouthful that says, hey, there's a party in my mouth and the cops are on their way. You'll know there can't be another beer like this one. Mike's Beer. Available at my place. Take Gibson Street to Hudson. Make sure no one is following you. Then walk north three blocks. That's me on the porch. I don't have any catchy jingle or hot bikini girls, but I love ACDC. And my girlfriend will dance around in her underwear for a few extra bucks. Remember Mike's, it makes things happen, something. 